You are now listening to The Model Mindset. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in episode 23 of The Model Mindset. Uh, I am John, of course, joined by my boy, BG. Uh, we have a, a really cool topic on hand for you guys today. Um, we're going to be talking about something that everyone probably thinks they have in their life but maybe they don't examine it to the point where they realize how much is actually missing. And that's happiness. So BG, how we doing, my guy? How's that happy ass doing over there, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. But Good. you know, I was really intrigued about this topic because typically the emotions people will feel on a day-to-day basis is, you know, stress, anxiety, overwhelm. And when you ask someone, Hey, are you happy? they'll probably maybe take like genuinely happy. Like when was your last day that you were genuinely happy? They may sit back in their chair and ponder it because perhaps it's been a little bit since they've actually felt that emotion of happiness. We can all relate to stress and overwhelm and anxiety, but to feel that emotion, happiness, you know, that's a tough one. It takes practice. It does. It does. And, And we always make, you know, a pretty good effort. When we're when we're you know structuring our day to to make sure we're incorporating it and making sure we're mindful of it and and putting you know genuine thought into the things that make us happy and and those moments right so you know it's it's hard it's hard a lot of times though with the stresses of our jobs and our lives and things like that to to remember that you know yeah. if you're not if you're not like a, a structured individual it can escape you pretty easily yeah. you know what I mean it's something that can that can kind of just fall to the wayside and you don't think about it. Right. But, you know, and now when we were thinking about the topic this week and kind of how we wanted to touch on it and the areas we wanted to hit, you know, I was thinking to myself and I'm like, man, like big picture, you ask somebody and you say to them, are you, are you happy? Like in your life, are you happy? And I would venture to say that most people would be like, well, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. But if you were to ask them about their day specifically and say, were you happy today? What was like, when was one happy moment you had in your life today? And people might have a hard time coming up with something, yeah. you know? So it's like, then how can you categorize yourself big picture as happy? If you can't even find a moment in your day that you were genuinely happy, right? Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, it's just the dichotomy of the way that works, you know, big picture to small picture. And like, you gotta, you gotta stack those wins and stack yeah. that happiness in order to have a big picture of your life as being fulfilled and happy. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think the, the issue comes back to a lot of times we let our thoughts dictate our feelings and our emotions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's almost like an autopilot where we wake up and boom, we feel stressed, whether it be yeah. for work or something we have going on. And mm-hmm. we don't take that moment to stop the thoughts that we have, interrupt them, and then find a reason to be grateful for that day. How are you going to make tips? So first of all, I'm going to say this too. So Dr. Daniel Amen, who's a psychiatrist, has mm-hmm. two practices um, in the morning that he does to set his day up for success, like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And I've instilled it every morning. I talked about it with Val. I think she uses it, but I'm not 100% sure. But as soon as he gets up in the morning... When his feet hit the ground, he says, today's going to be a great day. 
Mm-hmm. And the reason behind that is he's telling his conscious mind is talking to his unconscious mind. Right. So right away, you're setting yourself up for success. Now, no doubt. Of course, if you're not used to doing that and you tend to have negative thoughts creep in your mind right from the jump, this is going to take practice. It, it's a daily habit. Right. And what I thought was interesting too is he'll do this with his family normally around breakfast is he'll say to them, why is today going to be a great day for you? And the purpose behind that is it'll interrupt their potentially negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. whether it be, hey, I got a hand in this paper. I'm not sure if it's going to be good or not. And they're like, hey, you know what? I get to hop on the bus and ride with a friend. I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to that. That's that's something small, you know? Yeah, yeah. And And you said you started doing that with the boys, right? Yeah. I mean, Theo, when I asked Theo, he said blue. So I don't know what the hell that meant. But But when I asked Val, uh, he was saying how she got to spend time with Charlie. There you go. Yeah. And and so it's, it's, it's it's a daily habit. It's just trying to set yourself up with success, break that pattern, understand that you do have things in your day to look forward to. It's again, this is just another habit that can help you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, man, when you said, and you, when you said like, I get to, right? Like I get to ride the bus. We've talked about that too, where it's not a, I have to, it's not a, it's not a situation where your, you know, your mindset is, is the, the have to, it's the, I get to. Yeah. And that's, that's Huge. a big way to kind of a small adjustment you can make. And to just, you know, you're putting a different spin on things. And you're putting a more happy tone on things than you are of a, you know, I have to tone or it's a task or a job to do these things, right? Yeah. So it's perspective that, that's too, man. Simple change. Perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. And something that I, you know, kind of stumbled on this week, and we always talk about it when it's like, you know, things kind of present themselves, right? And the weeks that we're talking about these topics, you know, these things just manifest themselves in our lives. And so tomorrow I'm, I'm pumped um, and I'm already looking forward to it. So this week's been really cool um, for Mill because, you know, she has um, like every day there's some, there's a theme at school, right? And today was career day, like what future career day, what she's going to, you know, wanted to be and all that. And so she got like these scrubs, she got a stethoscope. Danny made her like a, a little name badge and she wants to be a vet at Disney world. That's what she wants That's to do. Amazing. Right. And, right. That'd be so cool. And, um, but like just seeing that this morning, right. And like to see her all dressed up like that. I'm just like, we're like Danny and I are both for some reason, just like looking at her beaming this morning. You know what I mean? Like, we're just like this, we couldn't stop smiling looking at her this morning. Right. And so like that right away, like this set the tone for my day, man. Like I was just like in a good mood today, you know, and, and now tomorrow I get to go to her school and read to her classroom at 1030. So they're doing like, um, like they're, they're doing like books to, to show diversity and all that. And they're, and they're having people come in and read books like that. And so parents got to volunteer. And so Danny and I volunteered and uh, my turn is, is tomorrow at 1030. So like, it's another thing, right? So having these these things in your day that you could look forward to, it's going to take 20 minutes. I'll be there for 20 minutes. Yeah. That's awesome. But it's something that I'm, like, I was looking forward to when I signned up for it. And now that it's tomorrow, I'm really looking forward to it. You what know what I mean? What are you so, uh, like, reading? 
Um, actually, it's uh, it's LeBron's the I Promise book. Oh, nice. Yeah, you so it she, out? she she got to pick. We have some of the books that you know um, at the house that are you know kind of intentionally diverse and all that. We have uh, Kaepernick's book here. We have LeBron's book here and all that. So um, she laid them all out on the floor uh, oh, last week, and she's like, "You get to pick. You pick the book you want to read." You know what I mean? And so I'm looking at him, and I'm like. In my head, I'm like, I'm definitely picking that LeBron book. That's but awesome. I didn't want to like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't want to make it be like, you know, I was forcing her to. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? So, yeah, that's the book we're gonna end up reading. So she's uh she's excited about that tomorrow. So like her excitement makes me excited, and like yeah. that's the general overwhelming feeling of happiness now. So yeah. like tomorrow, I already know like I'm good. Like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be happy tomorrow. Like, oh, yeah. Work can go sideways, whatever it is, but like I got that tomorrow. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's love too, man. Because I mean, it's your daughter. You know, it's your daughter. Yeah. She's excited to have her father there reading the class. She gets to show you off. Right. You know, and it's to see her level of happiness and excitement. It can't help to radiate with you. That's what it is. You know, Which you is know? Great. And we, we are like misery loves company, right? Like that, yeah. that saying, right? But like, so does happiness. You know what I mean? And like, there's like, we talked about it with like Nate last week, man. Like yeah. his energy and his, the, how happy he always seems to be. And it's like, it just radiates off of different people that you're around and stuff. So th those things I think are, are really contagious in the yeah. net. You know, we, we focus so much on the negative being contagious, but like happiness that, that bounces off people quite a bit too, man. That energy is real. Well, the thing too, you're touching on, which is, which is very interesting is since 1938, the Harvard study of adult development have been investigating what makes people flourish. Right. And mm -hmm. it goes exactly with what you're saying, because the conclusion of the survey and they're still going on with it, it was 724 participants and they would periodically uh, interview the participants, asking them to fill out questionnaires, collect some information about their physical health. And it's actually the, the longest in-depth longitudinal study on human life ever done. Hmm. The conclusion of it is good relationships lead to health and happiness. And the trick is that those relationships must be nurtured. Hmm. So it's, it's incredibly fascinating that meaningful yeah. relationships have a direct correlation with your health. And you're saying it right now, like you're, you're yeah. saying it, like how much it's going to mean to, to not only mill, but to you as well. And of yeah. course, Danny. Yeah. You know? And it's like, that, that's, that's love, you know, that's love. Yeah. And yeah, happiness. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, and you, you know, like talking about it, when you say it like that, like, oh, you have love, you have happiness, right? But yeah. like nurturing a relationship, you know what I mean? And yeah. like taking care of it, that's a whole different thing too. That's a process. And like these things aren't automatic and they're not just given to you. They yeah. all process. Every emotion you feel is a process, yeah. right? So fill your, fill the process with positivity and happiness and love, right? And that that's kind of where we kind of tend to miss out on because our process a lot of times is a grind. Yeah. And it's about the tough parts of our day. And, and that's what we focus on in the process, right? Yeah. So, um, and, and the thing too, man, I'm sorry, I just totally- No, go ahead, brother. No, you're good, go ahead. But the thing too is like, we are human. And I'll tell you a story. I told you and Josh this week <laughs> at Med's group, but, to be happy, we are not perfect. And it takes a lot of work. But yeah. since we've started this journey and have a growth mindset where we continuously learn, 
um, on Sunday, I was really looking forward to taking Theo to Monster Jam. I have been talking about it all week with Theo, showing him videos, getting him all excited because I was super jacked up to create a memory, a father son memory, mm-hmm. you know, have him be all excited for seeing all the monster trucks. Now, of course, when Sunday comes, it starts at one o'clock. One o'clock is during his nap time. Normally my thoughts were, of course, in my mind, this plays off perfect that he was going to be so excited that he wouldn't need the nap, that he'd be mm-hmm. fine, you know, because we were there with my parents, my sister and her family. And so we lasted about 30 minutes. Okay. 30 minutes. And Theo is crying, saying he wants his oh, nunite, which a nunite is a sheet. He brings the sheet everywhere he goes. Little well, Linus. Yes. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's it. And so I'm trying to calm him down, not kind of not calming down at all. So yeah. I had to take him to the car. Now, the other hurdle was that my parents came with us. And so <laughs> we had to stay in the car and wait for my parents. He fell asleep for 20 minutes for another hour while he hysterically cried, said how he wanted to leave. And I'll be very transparent. I use some very uh, unsavory language, not not <laughs> directed towards him, but it was the heat of the moment. I was right. angry that I pissed away money, that I couldn't create a father-son moment with him, and I was just over it. And then I was pissed that I was waiting <laughs> for my parents while I had this little three-year-old right. screaming at me, right? Right. So I was pretty bothered by it the rest of the day. And, and I told you and Josh just the other day that I tend to be very hard on myself when it comes to um, where I felt that I wasn't the best father or uh, my actions weren't like a good representation of how much I love my boys. And so it tended, it really bothered me the rest of Sunday. And then Monday morning, I was like, I have to do something about this feeling and emotion because if I have to describe the emotion I was feeling, it was sadness and disappointment in myself. Mm-hmm. And so in the morning, after I did my morning walk, uh, I journaled about it. And when I journaled, I straight up wrote all the feelings that I felt. So like I said before, it was anger uh, about, the, about me pissing away money in the tickets. It was not creating a memory. And then I started saying, he's three, he's three years old. He doesn't know or care that I spent money on the tickets. He doesn't know or care that I wanted to create a memory. All he wanted was his nun night and to take a nap. (laughs) Right. And so I had to, I had to move on, man. I said, okay, (laughs) what can I do? to change my emotion right now, to, to, to be happy, you know, and not let it carry on through the day. And so I needed to, I felt in my opinion that I needed to apologize for Theo, give him a hug and move on. And so I woke him up uh, to get ready for daycare. And I said, Hey buddy, you know, I want daddy wants to apologize or say sorry. Uh, 
or yesterday when I yelled at you, you know, daddy, sorry. And I gave him a hug and he just goes, daddy, me love you. And now <laughs> people may say, oh, like, you know, he may not remember that. Yeah. But you and I you both know he could remember that. Mm-hmm. He could very well remember that. And so I have to take it upon myself, not only to admit when I'm wrong yeah. and do something about it, but also make sure that I, I handle my emotions in a constructive way and not right. let it continue to bother me throughout the day. Right. And I knew taking those steps was going to do that. But again, this, I don't know if I necessarily would have done that if I haven't learned all of these habits and ways to channel my emotions and to yeah. actually express them in a constructive way to allow right. myself to be happy for the rest of the day. And let me tell you, man, I was in a fantastic mood after that. Well, yeah, and, and we talk about communication a lot. You know, we, we put a focus on that in our lives and, and have been, you know, lately. And it, listen, I'm, I am... I'm by no means here diminishing certain things or whatever like that, right? But I will say this, you know, mental health, it has become extremely prominent, I would say, in, in the last decade or so. It's, it's become more into the forefront, more socially accepted and socially understood in these things, right? Totally. But I, I do feel like sometimes it can be used as like a self-crutch, mm-hmm. you know, where where maybe maybe you're not allowing yourself to communicate, right? Or maybe you're reliant on a quick fix, which it oftentimes could be an antidepressant or something like that, right? And again, I am not by any means saying these things aren't real or people don't need these things. What I am saying is there's alternatives to finding happiness that don't come in, in a pill form, right? You know, so I, I think we as a society need to do better because listen, man, to me personally, it's scary that you can go make an appointment online with a doctor. They talk to you over a computer screen and they prescribe you a fucking pill yeah. to fix your happiness. Yeah. That's wild to me. That's yeah. wild. You know what I mean? So I think we need to bring some more strategic things and some more maybe scientific based things, right? And people hear the word scientific and all this and they think like, oh, here, here we go. Someone's gonna go on their soapbox. But like, no, it's what I'm talking about here is like what I like learning about now, mind gut connection, yeah, oh yeah. the way those things work together, Yeah. okay? And Dr. Amy Shaw does a really good job explaining this. Um, so there's, there's bacteria in our guts that control our microbiome, okay? And that's pretty much where it's it, the serotonin, the dopamine, all that stuff like that. Like all of that stuff is from the foods you eat. All these things, everything that happens in your, your, your chemical balance or imbalance, a lot of times is caused by the foods you eat. And... The ultra processed foods that are so prominent in society now, things like, and it kills me to say it, breakfast cereal. Oh man. Right? That is as low as sure. Your, your boy <clears throat> loves cereal. Okay. That's like my, my guilty pleasure food. <laughs> but breakfast cereal, like jarred sauces, 
bread, like these things, these things are ultra processed, any packaged foods, the snacks that we give our kids, you know what I mean? Like people that, you know, goldfish, all, all these packaged foods, right, that, that we eat, um, it, it has adverse effects on your moods. And the way she described it was perfect. She said, your food is your mood. Ooh, and it's so it. true. Yeah. And I love that, right? Isn't that, yeah. that great? Your food is your mood. And she said that people who are on primarily an ultra-processed food diet take 80% more mental health days than those who eat natural foods. I can see that. I can see that That's correlation. The, it's mind right? it, it, and it's But it's so real, though. Yeah. It's so real. So if you fix the makeup of your microbiome and your gut bacteria and your gut health, then your moods are changed by those things. Yeah. So instead of us going to a doctor and saying, I'm unhappy, what can you prescribe me? Maybe let's make some different efforts first. Yeah. Okay. And and again, I want to reiterate for the third time, I'm not saying these things aren't, are, aren't real or they're made up, whatever it is, right? I'm just saying there's alternatives to these things. Um, and those things are very, very interesting. She does a great job explaining all this stuff. Yeah. Um, do you think it's, you know, do you think, I mean, she's totally spot on. Yeah. And the more you just focused on, you know, whole foods, mm -hmm. eating more whole foods. I mean, that's the simplest way. If like you're trying to make better choices, yeah. incorporate more whole foods. When was the last time anybody got fat off fruit and friggin' veggies? Dude, and you know what she said too, which was mind blowing to me? This is the first time in history that they're seeing homeless people or people living the poverty level or below are just as obese as the rest of society. Yeah. Because everything that they're eating is ultra processed foods. So that even though they may be eating less of it or they don't have access to the foods that we have access to regularly, they're still just as obese because they're eating all these ultra processed foods. Yeah. Right. So like, and, and, and we're, we're the first generation now where our life expectancy is now shorter than the generation before us. Like it, it's, it's going in reverse now for the first time. Yeah. And a lot of it is because of, Again, our, our diets and, the, and the, how that works. But it, it, not to make it a diet conversation, but your mind-gut connection is as real as anything. It's huge. And if you want to change those moods, change those foods. I love it. I love it. And, and I got to ask you, since we've started like this journey, yeah. would you say your level of happiness was different than it is now because of all, say, foods that you're focusing on. Oh my God. Um, like habits that you've incorporated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the structured stuff and all that, like that, we talk about that weekly. That goes yeah. without saying. But in all honesty, um, the emphasis on natural foods that I've, that I've made, you know, things like, you know, just like plain yogurts, incorporating more almonds or, cheeses, tons and tons and tons of fruit. I eat now. I always love fruit. I, that was yeah. never, and I never was a bad eater. I never was. Yeah. But, um, you know, in 
dessert certain fruits, specifying on certain things like blueberries. Of course, man, I destroy blueberries. They're yeah. so good for your brain. Yeah. Um, but um, eggs, like all these things, like I'm very, I'm very structured in in my intake now. For the most part, I really am. Yeah. Um, and high protein foods are very good for your mental health as well. And very um, satiating. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So you're not, you're not, it controls cravings. It controls all these things, right? So, um, and those ultra processed foods lack the nutrients. So your body is telling you they still need those nutrients, which causes you to still be hungry afterwards and causes you to have cravings afterwards because you're not getting any nutrients from the, the ultra processed foods. Yeah. So that's where, you know, your brain is being tricked by your gut. And, and that's, that's a whole different can of worms that no one really thinks about when they're trying to discover happiness and, and yeah. all those things. Yeah. So please keep that in mind too. You know, a lot of, a lot of things go back to what you, what your intake is. So, um, I, I just love that from her though, man. There's and a direct correl so correlation with that. I mean, you can yeah. even look at your kids too, when they eat a bunch of shitty snacks, oh, a bunch of candy, look how crazy they are and they're acting right. Like, look at what they're intaking. You know, exactly. same thing with us. Yeah, and, exactly. And with happiness, you know what I like about preparing for these podcasts too is we do a lot of like research into everything because we like to pull some statistics, of course. And so there was a survey for, it was actually done by Ipsos, a uh, survey conducted in November 19th through December 3rd of 2021, where it was basically measuring um, the level of happiness. Okay. So what they found is across on the average across 30 countries, two and three adults, which is 67% consider themselves happy. The two happiest countries where they were happiest, uh, it was the most prevalent in Netherlands and Australia. And that's 86% and 85%, which I thought was pretty cool. Now, it is, it is high, especially when the average is 67. Yeah. And U.S. was at 76%, which ranks as 10th. Now, I looked back at 2019, and we were, of course, we were higher, uh, but then COVID hit. Yeah. And so with 2020, we actually dipped down to 20, uh, 70%. And then for 2021, we came back up to 76% which clearly with now, um, you know, the vaccinations, uh, people seem rather healthy. Um, it went up. Now, what I thought was incredibly fascinating is the top five sources of greatest happiness at a global level, okay? The first one is my physical health and well-being, okay? Interesting. Number two was my mental health and well-being. So two things we we always normally touch on. Right. So that's the, that's impacting their greatest level of happiness. Number three is relationship with my spouse or partner. Four is feeling that my life has meaning, which is very interesting, interesting. as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that. And then number five, my children. Yeah. Now, children, now, see, children in 2019, children was number three. Mm -hmm. 
it dropped to number five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no offense, kids, but what the hell? Fuck them, kids. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I thought that was incredibly fascinating because that, that's yeah. telling you that in order to feel happy or their, their greatest happiness is their physical health. So yeah. when, you, when you exercise dopamine, when you're taking care of your mental health, mm-hmm. you know, meditation, going for walks, that's going to help with your mental health, you know? Yeah. And then of course you talked about it before, you know, with mill and we talked about it before with the Harvard study relationships, meaningful yeah. relationships. Yeah. Dude, no doubt. That's, and that's funny because like, I was thinking about that too, like, and for us, and we talk about it all the time, of course, because it's what we're doing and what we're passionate about, but like your fitness, your, your, that, that has such an impact on your happiness. You know, you get physically moving, your moods will increase, right? And you, and we, we put some of our stories a lot about that. Like if you're feeling this, do this. If you're feeling this, do that. You put up a good one, a great one from Jim Quick the other day. My man. And, and it yeah, you know what I mean? Like it just talks about that. If you're mad, go for a walk. What yeah. sunshine does for your moods is is real. It's not just some like hypothetical shit. Like it's real. The sun affects your mood. You know what I mean? So like um just basic movements, walking, like you said, meditation. Uh me personally, I like doing cold plunges. Um because yeah. again, it's a dopamine hit. Um so it's like yeah, just did one twenty five minutes ago, thirty minutes ago, whatever it was. And it's like th- those are the things that's you know the self-care stuff we talk about a lot, right? Yeah. Um, but like the physical fit, like for your body stuff, yeah. takes care of your mentals so much. And we talk about it all the time. You guys know this, but um, that, that's, I like that list, man. And I love that that's number one. I yeah. do. Because I think it, it's so true. When you when you do it and you're in it, it is yeah. so true. So true. And it's, it's all intentional. Like you have to be yes. intentional about this. Happiness right. isn't just gonna, and this is the other thing too about happiness happiness sometimes we rely on others to make us happy yeah meaning if we're in a shitty mood we're hoping that someone will kind of dig us out of it rather than taking it upon ourselves to say okay why do i feel like this and i'm gonna i'm gonna call a spade spade guys are not good with understanding their emotions yeah they'll call it oh i'm stressed well why are you stressed like describe it tell me why you're stressed I'm stressed because, you know, I just got assigned a project at work and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I literally had that last week, but I wasn't yep. stressed. I'm like, okay, why do I feel overwhelmed? And I wrote it down. I felt overwhelmed because I wasn't clear on the ask. So you know what I did? I set up a meeting with my, with my boss and I said, Hey, I need to understand what this project is. And he's like, Oh, glad you asked. Cause I'm not really sure either. So, so then, so then, knew. yeah, exactly. So then, I, you know, I figured it out and it, I squashed it. Right. So we need to under, do a better job understanding our emotions, being intentional about, okay, I want to stop this stressful feeling. What do yeah. we need to do? And now I need to be intentional about being happy. Okay. Right. Gratitude practice, man. We talk about it all the time, dude. It's yeah. huge to focus on what you have in your life rather than what you don't have. You yeah. Know? And you know, when that comes for me, man, it, it, and it's, it's so random. And when I try to explain it, it doesn't sound right. So I'm, I'll give it a shot again and, and try to explain it because 
and this goes back to my kids or whatever, but it, it doesn't a lot of times. It can be other things too, but sometimes I'll walk into my house or say I'm mowing the lawn or, or something like that, but something where I can kind of sit back and have like a general view of like an area of like my house or my yard or, or even it's something as simple as I walk in the house as much of a neat freak as I am <laughs> and there's a toy on the ground or like something like something's out of place, but it's one of the girls things or whatever that. Sometimes I just stop, man, and I just like look at it and I just think to myself and I, then I'll just take a look around the room. And then I'll look around, you know, the other rooms and, and just think to myself, man, I'm so fortunate to have this life that I have, that I have girls who can have these toys that this lay around the house like that. And I have this house that my wife and I work hard for and that we're able to provide this for my kids in a great neighborhood. And, you know, you know those, those are the things that sometimes I essentially will sit back and stuff that's there every day. Yeah. But I walk by every day. Yeah. And I walk through and I pick it up and I move this and that, whatever it is, right? But it's like sometimes it's good to to be in an environment and you're in all the time, like your own home, and just look around and just think about how grateful you are and how lucky you are to have that. And it, it's it's it takes things for granted is easy to do. Um but when you can kind of just sit back and, and do that and just be present in the moment. We talk about being present a lot too, too right? Yeah. Being yeah. present causes happiness, yeah. you know? Um, but it's just, don't walk by the everyday stuff as much as you usually do. Because yeah. when it's not there, you're going to notice it, right? Yeah. So, like, that that's the intentional, the present, all those things is important. It, it's, it's huge, man. Because, again, you're, you're – we always talk about awareness – but awareness is huge because yeah. when you can start being aware of your thoughts mm -hmm. and what you have in your life to be thankful for, even when mm -hmm. you have those tough days, when you're, you're really grasping at straws to find something, right? You're still on this earth. Yeah. You know, in this yep. day, I remember Tom Hanks said this, he goes, this too shall pass. So if you had a rough day, guess what? There's a new day tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. So don't, you know, so always make a conscious effort. Be aware yeah, if you have feelings of stress, anxiety, to work on those, to turn them into mm -hmm. um, a happier feeling. You know, you really yeah. got to work on it. Confront those issues, right? Yeah. Healthy confrontation, that can be within yourself. It yeah. doesn't need to be with others. That can be within yourself. And to have healthy confrontation with yourself and to exploit those negative thoughts, those intrusive, um, you know, uh, you know, not well-intentioned thoughts that you have throughout your day that impact the greater mindset that you have, you have to confront them. Yeah. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and sometimes you need help with it or whatever it may be. But if you bury it and you don't confront it, then it's just going to linger. It's going to be there. It's going to affect your moods. So, 100%. um, you know, that was, that was a great point you made about communication earlier, man. And that kind of goes communication with others, but also communication with yourself is important. Oh, without a doubt. And Aristotle has a really cool quote. It's simple, but straight to the point where he says, yeah. happiness depends upon ourselves. Yep. Because it's so, it's so true. true. It's so true. You can't yep. be reliant on others to make ourselves happy, whether it's right. spouse, 
children, parents, yeah. you have to make a conscious effort to put in it, you know, to put the work in to be happier. Right. And so right. I, you know, I love trying to give that kind of uh, hey, how can you be happier? You know, because yeah. we're always trying yeah. to to educate on the modern yep. mindset. We're always trying to help people out, you know. <laughs> we're what dropping mean? philosopher quotes now, That's guys. Right. Like, God damn. So I wrote down some some actions, some daily actions yep. to become a happier version of yourself. Give so, us a process, BG. What do we got, man? All right. Here we go. And let me know your thoughts on this. Because if you're like, I don't I agree you. with that, you know, or you're like, okay, choose happiness. Yes. Be intentional. Okay. We choose our emotions based upon what we intentionally focus on. So think about it. When you wake up or throughout the day, if you're choosing to focus on stress, you can choose to focus on happiness. Mm-hmm. You're right. So make the choice. And remember, Lori Singer said, you control your thoughts. Your thoughts don't control you. Mm-hmm. So take back your mind, you know? Yep. Focus on the good. You, how you intentionally choose happiness is to focus on the good. We already said it before. I'm not going to be the dead horse. Mm-hmm. Be aware of what you have in your life. Focus yes. on what you have, not what you don't have. Right. And in simple examples, you're alive, you have food, mm-hmm. you're healthy, you have a family, you have shelter. We take those things for granted. You just, you elaborated on so well, simple yeah. things like a house. Mm-hmm. Think about the work that you put in to have the house that you have, right. you know, even right. the vehicles, anything. Uh, this is yep. a good one. This is, I like this one because I mean, stop comparing. Give hey, him the quote, BG. Give him the quote, BG. Oh, comparison is a thief of joy. Bang. Yeah. Yep. I, mean, I don't even know if I need to say it anymore. Every time we go on social media, you mm-hmm. are looking at a person's maybe set up moment. Do we realize that? Like mm-hmm. what we're showing there is what people intentionally are showing. So stop comparison. Stop comparing yourself. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Practice gratitude and generosity. The generosity part, I think, is huge because I think you and I both have found that when we are giving back and serving others without expecting anything in return, mm-hmm. it's a great feeling, man. Like, it's a great feeling to do stuff for others, you know, and to show support for other people, you know. So be more aware. You don't have to be generous with money. Be generous with your time if you don't have money. Right. Being generous with time could could be more valuable than money. Absolutely. Oh, this is a good one. Don't pursue physical possessions. How often do we, and I'm guilty of this. I love my pre-workout. You know this, John. I fly through pre-workout. <laughs> we know. <laughs> and, but I always get excited when I order a new pre-workout, knowing it's coming in like oh, five yeah. days. And then I get it, I take it for about two days, and that happiness is gone. It's yep. temporary. So it's like when right. you buy shoes or you get a new car, you have a level of happiness that are coming from these possessions, but they always go, it always goes away. It always subsides. So right. don't chase that. Don't pursue those possessions. Mm-hmm. Be present in your relationships. 
That's huge. We yep. talked about this and in order to, we talked about it, in order to have meaningful relationships with your spouse, with your kids, you have to nurture it. It's like a flower. How are you going to expect a flower or a garden to grow? You gotta water it, you gotta take care of it, you gotta give it sunlight. So I have a thought, so I forget if he's an ex NFL player, he's, he's old, but he talks about when you're on your deathbed, think about what you are going to wish you have done in your life, you know, or if you think about relationships that you had, you think about um, the, the meaning that you had in, the, in, in life. You know, mm-hmm. was it meaningful to others? What kind of right. father were you? What kind of son? Right. 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 You don't think about money. You don't mm-hmm. think about, oh, was my business successful? Mm-hmm. You think about the meaningful relationships. You think about the difference that you made in the world. Mm-hmm. So when we constantly talk about relationships, it's because they give you clearly from that Harvard study, the biggest sense of happiness, which also impacts your health. So we had a great message the other day from from Dan, where he was saying about the work-life balance, where he's being more aware of it, which is huge. And I I don't know if he has a spouse or whatnot. Yeah, he does. If you have that balance, that work-life balance, you're able to put forth a nurturing effort in that relationship, you know, which will yeah. lead to a happier self and a healthier self. Right. And this one, this is the last one, which is de- develop healthy habits. I mean, this is huge. Yeah. You know, whether yeah. it be, you are your habits and rituals. Exactly. It, exactly. You are. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's spend time outside, eat healthy, exercise regularly, quit smoking, put down that fucking phone. Okay. Yeah. Obsessed less. Work hard, practice gratitude, and of course, not 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 the last one, but get enough sleep. Sleep is huge. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sleep is huge. Um, so it, a lot of this stuff, guys, is is a decision. It's a decision that you have to make. Okay, and they seem like basic decisions, but it's a lot of work. Yep. It is a lot of work to be happy. Okay but it's work worth doing. And you have to be able to commit yourself from the second you wake up until the minute you go to sleep. Um, But when you get into the routine and how BG said routines, right? And we said you are your habits and rituals. When you develop them and you strengthen them and they're working over time, they don't take that work anymore. They're just who you are. It's just just your inner being at that point, okay? and speaking for someone who had to make those adjustments, was I, was I a happy person going back to what I talked about in the beginning of this? Was I a happy person? Yeah, I was a happy person. Well, what, would you, what would you rate yourself? One through ten. Now or then? Then. Ooh. Um, probably like a seven. I mean, I was a very, I was average. I, I felt like I, I had average happiness. And, and I, now? I mainly got it from my family. Now, man, there. Because I've worked so hard at it and, and have done so much, you know, ultimate happiness is like, you know, a dream, right? But like a, like a really strong nine. The same with my looks. I'm a, I'm a really strong nine. So, <laughs> 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 but like, 
But that's 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 where it is, though. <laughs> if I had hair, I was a ten. Yeah, um, no, and like I six feet, maybe. But yeah, no, um, I, I feel like I'm a man dying. But yeah, no, go ahead. But like it's that. But that took work, right? And right. I'm, you know, and then that that changed for me in August, and here we are in March, right? And I'm still working, and it, it's never going to be a finished product. But I have great habits. I have great rit- rituals. I yeah. have like-minded people and great supporting cast in my life now. And I've kicked the motherfuckers out of my life who don't do nothing for me, yeah. who just bring negativity to me, or at least I keep them at a distance, right? right. And and that's a big contributing factor to my happiness too. Yeah. So like you have to make those tough decisions, and that's what we talked about before with like confronting those things. You got to confront those things. You got people in your life who aren't who aren't there for what you're there to accomplish, or even there for just for your overall goal of happiness. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep you at a distance then. Or I am just going to remove you from my life then. Um, and that, that stuff matters too. Yeah. But overall, man, I think what what we talked about today, and specifically the kind of the bullet points you just listed there at the end, it, that's a great foundation to find your happiness, okay? Yeah. Find your passion, find your happiness, and just work at it daily because it yeah. takes a lot of work. So and it comes down to um, self-love, mm-hmm. self-improvement, and self-care, yep. man. Amen, dude. Amen. All right, guys, that's a wrap. We appreciate it. We've been looking forward to this one um, because we we definitely have been seeing the difference in our own lives and in our own happiness um, over over these last six, seven months. We've been grinding at this thing and and trying to make something better for ourselves and in turn uh, better for everyone who listens. So um, it's been a really good few weeks for us. Um, Obviously, our goal is growth, both in our mind our professions, our goals, all these things. And we're seeing that a lot of it is, is because of the people we're talking to networking with and the people who listen to this podcast. Um, so for the listeners who've listened since day one and for someone who just tuned in last week or is tuning into this very first episode for them, uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, we work hard. We want to make it count and make it worth it. And seeing the growth of this thing now and, and the, the positive comments and impact um, that we feel like we're making on not only our own lives, but but some of yours as well, um, is worth every single minute we do it. So um, we just wanted to say thank you. Uh, the growth is there. The impact is there. But the appreciation above all else is there. So thank you guys very much. Catch us on TikTok, Facebook, IG. We got a new website dropping soon. Shit is on and popping let's go so stay tuned we appreciate you guys we will catch you guys next week with an all new episode